Konnichiwa and welcome back to、uh, another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly, our final episode. We've got a great episode for you.、Uh, we're going to be talking about that final, but we've also got a special guest, best guest of the season.、Uh, so, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. Second time in a row, we have just winged it, and I just, you know, oh, I should, probably should have thought about、try. what I was going to say. You,、um, you absolutely、right. nailed that. <laughs> if I'm allowed to speak already, Joe Cummins sounds a bit different tonight, but it's because,、uh, yeah, he couldn't make it again. He's just a busy man, man.、Uh, what's he doing tonight? Like doing some boxing things? Some、something? boxing. Yeah. Well, Mark Fasson.、Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got a, our special guest with us. He's our senpai when it comes to podcasts. He's the legends of. All、uh, rugby podcasts down under. He's done everything. He's the one I learned from. And、uh, his name is James Marshall. And he's the、uh, guy who owns What a Lad Podcast. Welcome, Jimmy. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm a massive fan of Japan Weekly. Listen to it every week on my way to work. Huge fan of what you're doing, Doug, hosting. And、oh, you two other lads, you chip in with some absolute gold content. So <laughs> loving your work. Thanks、oh, for having me on. Cheers.、Um, Yeah, I, you guys,、um, when you had Toops on your one, you shouted out our、mm. podcast, which is great, but both of you、uh, forgot the rugby part of the name, which is、uh, good as well.、Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toops didn't even know the、yeah. name of it.、Uh, <laughs> I've been talking about it. It's a big day, to be honest.、Though. That was terrible. I said to him, Japan Weekly, oh, I love your podcast. And, and, <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's it.、And、I was listening、uh, to it on my walk, and I was like, oh, Thanks, too. That was a chance to go big. <laughs> but no, Jimmy,、uh, we all, I guess, know you from your time here in Japan at the Red Sparks, but how's everything gone? Yeah, mate, it's been good, eh?、Um, good to be back home in pretty much COVID free world.、Um, it's been glorious. Keeping pretty busy with some rugby stuff, doing a bit of work with Tasman and working up at the local college up there. And obviously, the podcast、um, keeps most of it. Takes up most of my time at the moment. Yeah, nice. Because、um, are you editing everything and doing all that stuff all yourself? Doing it all myself. So, other than my graphics, I've, some, I've got a graphics designer now who's jumped on. Yeah, yeah. She's a lad.、Um, so, she does all the cover art. But other than that, it's all, it's all homemade、oh, content.、Yeah. Oh, how good.、Um, sorry, you might be able to hear some people playing outside. We're on the 11th floor, but it kind of carries, but then it's getting quite hot over here as well. So it's either that or you hear the aircon for the whole time. So、uh, that's a bit of a gomen, I say. And we're just going to have to gum butt it. But、um, no, I think I.、Um, hey, learned, good, Nihonga. Oh, Ariato.、Um, I learned all my、uh, podcast stuff off、uh, Jimmy. I think you're the one who said I should do one. And I was like, you know what? I will end up copying, I think, everything that you do. Um, all the graphics and stuff originally, I, I was just like, oh, that's how Jimmy's doing it. So I just did it. I think that's why you got someone else because you were tired of me copying you.、Um, <laughs> but no, you're、um, the one who told me about these mics as well. So no, thanks for everything, Senpai. Mate, you're doing a good job. Keep, keep it up. <laughs> Cheers.、Um, but yeah, I thought today we'll talk about the、uh, final that's gone. We'll, we've got some great insight. We've got a coach with us today, so he'll be able to tell us everything, everything that's going on.、Um, he's not just a rugby coach, but he's also a coach of the league with his super,、uh, super coach. So, yeah, how good he's got all that insight. And we'll also maybe talk to you a bit about your time in Japan and how it all went. And yeah, and we've got a lot of questions from Instagram as well, so I can't wait to ask you all those.、Oh. 
Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, did you guys all watch uh, the final? Two Pshuwari, your brother, he starred in it, but how would you guys think of it? Hey, Brody can go first. I, know, I thought it was a good game. You know, pretty close to my prediction, the score. So, mm. you know, did you Pana think Pena would win, Brides? Yeah, I thought Pena would win. I thought they'd did score you? 31 points, and they did. <laughs> yeah, Victor got the. Uh, you go. I just, um, I just needed predictions here. Santori to score three more points, and I would have got it. True. Yeah, I, was, I, I thought it was going to be a close game, but yeah, thought Pena would go away. go over the win. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think I was the only one who uh, tipped against them, and I actually wanted to tip Pena, obviously, but couldn't all pick Pena, so I had to take the bullet. Um, uh, you know, I've never been wrong with my tips, but <laughs> I think uh, Billy. Toops, you were 23-17 to Penner. Pretty close. Uh, BMAC, 31-29. Oh, that oh. was the closest. And, wow. Uh, I was 28-24, uh, but to Suntory. So I got excited for a bit, but now I remembered I was Suntory. So oh, uh, I think got to buy you Taioken or something. Eh? Um, yeah. Buy you a feed over here when you can. But, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's in, hind- yeah, in hindsight now, Jimmy, but what would you have predicted? I honestly would have gone Suntory. They were pretty short favourites over here at the TAB. Um, so you could have made a bit of money um, going with Penna, but um, I didn't really, I didn't know that um, Karevi was out. Yeah, yeah. But, um, he's obviously pretty influential for them, but I still thought Bodie would be able to carry them, carry them home. But I also didn't know that the winger for Panasonic <laughs> was the brother of the famous Will. So oh, once I did see that, I thought that might have been a sort of 14-point swing and, or was it what? Might have been oh. a 30-point swing. It was a huge was. performance from the kid on the wing. How good, how good. I think uh, you could see a lot of our tubes in him as well. That one tackle, I don't know if you saw it, but oh, yeah, that I hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell who he's been learning off of. <laughs> so good. Yeah, but nice. Um yeah, I think we've been watching a bit of the stuff over here. Me and Toops have been watching a bit of the league as well on a watch. What is it? Watching our rally song. Um, so yep. I'm trying to keep up with both codes. But um, no, I think our season, you've probably heard from a few of the boys you've interviewed, but it's been pretty stop start and nothing's really gone anyone's way. But uh, finally mm. being able to, uh, yeah, I guess get through our um, season. We thought we got through, you know, unscathed, but then Nick made a big announcement um, and there was no team. So, yeah, that was a bit of a shame. But, um, I think it was because somebody who left last year just took all the budget. You know, I heard uh, our fullback was on the most money ever. So, um, yeah, that was a bit was of a shame. Was Benny Lucas on that match? <laughs> was he? Was he? I didn't know he was on that match. I knew he was on a lot, but not that much. <laughs> but, yeah, but I do feel a little bit bad because I feel like, like we went over there, got relegated. Now there's no team. I I do feel a little bit responsible for um, the whole club ending, but um, I'm going to blame the translator. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, I think they said like the translator was partly to blame, but I think the ten slash fifteen that we had, he had a few too many yellow cards or something. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it was just a bad time all around. Um, but yeah, I've never seen someone with such bad um, discipline as uh, as you were over here. It was it was crazy. You need to watch some of the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how man, crazy is that? Six in the bin every game. Yeah, that's that's crazy, loose. Man. Oh man. Um, but no, I think. Uh, Oh, I don't know if you've actually said the score. What was the score? It was thirty-one twenty-six, was it? Mm, yeah. Um, so obviously, Penna won. They won. Uh, they're sixth, no fifth. Um, 
championship which ties them with Suntory and Toshiba, the last top league ever. So, um, yeah, Simisi Tupo, first year in, gets a championship. You know, I think Tupes is surely due one soon, so he'll be able to catch up soon. Mm. But, uh, yeah, man, what a performance. Um, and you might have seen uh, your mate Abo was picked for the um, Japan squad this morning. They named the 33-man squad, I think, so... Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. That's great news for Big Jared. Yeah, and um, I think the rules next year state that if you're a capped player, you don't have to have a passport. Your account is a Japanese player, so oh, he's going to be. Um, yeah, yeah no, that's the rumours. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, from everywhere. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but if that is true, then Evo's going to. Oh, he's going to be um, on more than Bodhi, I think. Sorry, brother. Oh, good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a few offers already on the card, so yeah. be exciting to see who he goes with. Yeah, I'm waiting for that uh, announcement on Waterlad Lad Podcast. Make sure you follow that and uh, buy some of the merch as well. Well, I'm happy to might, do any announcements if anyone yeah. does want to come on. It might get leaked. TJ's one yeah. obviously went pretty well, <laughs> so I'm happy if anyone's got some news to yeah. give me a message and come on, announce your announcement on Waterlad. Nice. Um, can you buy any of your merch in Japan yet, or is it just NZ at the moment? No, you can buy it anywhere in the world, but I probably wouldn't recommend it because shipping just mm. seems to be more than a you know a t-shirt's thirty five dollars <laughs> and the shipping's thirty five dollars. <laughs> you pay you're paying double the price. Oh yeah, especially with all that COVID stuff, eh? Mm, yeah, yeah, not ideal. But I have I've sent some stuff off to UK and America, but. I'm not sure if they've got it yet. So, yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, so I would probably say it's not worth it. The option's there, but mm-hmm. you've got to be pretty keen. I think, you know, most of our listeners will be pretty keen. Uh, keen. We can see that hat at the moment on the screen, but man, it looks, it looks oh. flash. What a cap. <laughs> what a lad. What, what a lad. <laughs> what <cap>. a lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, oh, no, I think a few things like coming into Japan, this is one thing we haven't really talked about, but it's quite hard to get certain things into Japan. Me and Jimmy had a mare of a time getting a certain product into Japan. Um, some CBD mm. oil. Uh, you know, Jimmy's probably got right. the oldest hips I've ever seen. Um, uh, so he really needed that. But uh, what, six months afterwards, they give us a call or something saying, oh, we still need to provide a bit more information, a bit more information. And then um, they were like, oh, we'd have to get rid of this. And then they just kind of disposed of it disposed at custom. Of it. Didn't get the money back, I don't think. So no. yeah, good work. Uh, that's why I've teamed up with Pure Sport pretty much because they, they can guarantee they can get it in. If they can't, they'll give you your money back. Oh. So. Um, saving saving lives. Nice. Um, With a discount. What lad twenty use it if you want. <laughs> Man, how good. Yeah, see you're just leading the way in the podcast scene. I think um we've uh we're pretty negative six hundred bucks or something in this production at the moment. <laughs> I bought a couple of toys, uh bought the mics and stuff and so far I'm on my Japanese podcast I got a three thousand Starbucks voucher, so um I'm basically a pro. <laughs> it, on, it honestly is a slow, tough grind, though, to create a podcast that's going to make money. Eh? A lot of people have asked me about mm-hmm. um, or how easy is it to make money, but it's so tough. Like, I was negative, I think I was negative 2000 my first year. So, um, not great investment, but I'm just starting to get some rewards now as the sponsors start piling in and um, so it's it's a long slow grind next year you'll be (laughs) so many i've had to say no to i thought you were gonna say chipping in but piling in (laughs) (laughs) next level (laughs) i think it's gonna start drizzling in now we end in about five years time but 
Um, we just get the ones that Jimmy says no to. Um, <laughs> Send them your way. But hey, you, you guys are like top of Japan um, rankings for rugby pretty much every month. I'm usually second behind you over there. I think um, we're good with the people who, because um, we're pretty much like the only English speaking rugby podcast. It's a pretty, uh, you know, small market. So. We don't really have to yeah. do too much. We've got the name Japan Rugby Weekly, and since our uh, Coke <laughs> announcement, we kind of went um, away for a month. So, um, yeah, we didn't really follow the script of our name. Um, but, you know, I think that still meant we, we only had to release one a month and we we're still top of the charts, so um, tells you something. <laughs> um, but, no, I think um, it's it really helps that we've kind of got jobs and this is just a hobby, you know, like I don't, it makes it 100%. harder. Like you can't do as many stuff, like as much stuff. I'd love to kind of add video to it and put highlights and everything, but just editing all the stuff, you know, editing out, um, Toops' laugh every so often and all that is just a uh, real tough. <laughs> um, so <laughs> no, I love you a lot. Um, but yeah, it just takes away too long. So, um, especially with my, like, I've got the most clicks out of anyone who talks. Every sentence I have is about three mouth clicks. So I've just got to edit all of those out and it's a bloody mess. Um, but yeah, sorry, I mean, we probably shouldn't be talking about all this on a rugby podcast. But <laughs> everyone's probably <laughs> stopped listening. But um, finally, we might go to our guest and uh, ask you uh, kind of what your experience was like in Japan. You had two seasons with us um, and you came from London. But uh, what was your transition like coming into Japan rugby? And um, I guess how did that chance come about? Yeah, so I was over at London Irish. We'd just been relegated for the second time in two years. So I'd already done the relegation. And I wasn't too keen to do it again. Um, so I thought I'd come to Japan and get another team relegated. <laughs> I'm the only player. I, I'm pretty sure this will be a true stat, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only player to get relegated twice in one season, so, in one year. So got relegated with um, London Irish, come to Coke, get them relegated. Thankfully, there was no relegation at, with the Hurricanes because I had in between um, and, yeah, managed to... Well, I wasn't too successful back there either, but um, yeah, did one season at the Canes and then came back to the mighty Red Sparks. But loved my time there. Um, yeah, it was definitely a new experience for me and the family. Um, but yeah, something we really enjoyed and we, we think we've got fond memories of it. Eh? Like Bronny, my wife, always talks about Japan and how much sort of time off and stuff we did as a family, um, which were always probably the better memories, more so than the rugby side of things. It was more the lifestyle and, um, yeah, I guess less pressure. Definitely felt like less pressure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, especially um, when you're not one of the top few teams, I think um, that lifestyle is just like a big selling point, especially in Fukuoka. It's one of the best places to live in Japan, I think, so we're pretty mm. lucky there. But, um, yeah, how good? Uh, getting paid the big bucks to uh, go down to easier leagues. Yeah, it's pretty easy on the hips as well, so uh, it was all part of the planner. I thought it was going to be easier on the hips, but I didn't add in like the training and that's where, I mean, it's not as easy over there. Like the trainings over in Japan are pretty like tough. I mean, the games are relatively easy on the body, not easy, but a lot easier, less physical. Um, yeah. And not quite as intense as super rugby was, but 
um, the trainings far out you're doing more k's in those trainings one of those sessions i would in a week and a couple of more guy sessions for turning up late and that pretty much ended my career yeah oh man yeah because i guess the first year you were here um we had elva foreign coach and um even that like even if i guess he wanted to do things differently i think there's a lot of pressure from the company um if you're not working or if you don't look like you're working then you know they get pretty angry and they had that training center just right next to the field so i think once we wanted to play like a game of soccer just to kind of change it up a bit after a big game and the gm came out he's like no 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 do that um if the guys who are on a smoke or something see you playing soccer they'll ask well we're paying you guys money to you know play rugby so i think that's just the kind of way it goes in japan it's all about how you look and how you act not so much like what you actually do <laughs> yeah. yeah it's all a bit backwards eh? like they don't really care about the end result as long as it looks like you're doing rugby 24 7 yeah it's a bit weird but like if you look disappointed after the game i think they're like oh at least you know you gumbata you know um, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably why i got sacked because i didn't cry when we got relegated <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh, um oh man there's a yeah there was um still had nightmares over that game um but there are a few great moments that I can laugh about. Um, I actually got a question about that, so I'll probably leave that till later. But um, one of my best, like, I guess, first meetings with a player was with Jimmy. He came over for, like, a medical or something um, just by himself. He had a few days in Japan. And then the uh, manager after the medical was like, oh, Doug, just take him around um, Fukuoka. Show him about. I've got, like, no car and anything. He just drops, <laughs> off us, uh, drops us off. So um, just went to, I think, an arcade or something, tried out... Mm. Um, what's it, VR goggles and played like uh, Mario Kart or something, went to get a massage on one of the massage um, chairs and it was, it was a great time. <laughs> one of the great days of my life. That <laughs> oh, how good. But yeah, and then you were saying um, you were able to do both Super Rugby and uh, the top league, I guess, in the two seasons that you were with us. But um, how was that for the family, like having to move back and forth and stuff and for the body as well? Yeah, well, the, the move to Wellington was probably the toughest move out of all our moves in our career just because um, everyone sort of assumed because we're from New Zealand that and we'd been in Wellington before that it was going to be sort of easy for us but and we were living in Airbnbs for like the first two or three months that we were there the season had started we still didn't have a house wow. we ended up settling with like this pretty average one which wasn't ideal so um, I think that was re- the, one of the real reasons why we didn't want to keep moving around so we had it one more time, but then, um, yeah, contracts ended, the hips went, and now we're settled in Nelson and not looking to move anytime soon, <laughs> unless there's a nice contract over in Japan Ooh. coaching. Nice. Um, a spot coach something like for a month or something would be great, eh? Oh, that, honestly, that would be the dream. That would be the dream. We could still live here, come over for a month or yeah. whatever it is. So, Toops, if you've got any contacts... <laughs> Let what? me know. Right, so in saying that, um, if you had to pick a team to coach, who would you pick in Japan? Oh, that's a good question. And why? Um, I probably I don't really know enough about any of them. I mean, we loved it in Fukuoka. That was awesome there. So um, unfortunately, there's no more teams there. So um, I guess that's out the window. Um, me and Will Mangos used to talk about starting up our own team at Beppu, called the Beppu Brown Bears. <laughs> um, well, that's so a good name. That's, that's still the sort of dream to set up that team and coach that one. But 
um, of the established ones, I guess, uh, mate, I'd be happy to go to any of the top league teams. Um, probably go more on lifestyle over than uh, yeah, <laughs> or area over than um, the Make actual sure success of the sides. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, brown bears. Yeah, how's it that been? Because really Beth was um, a sister city to Rotorua and um, NZ as well, so you could have that kind of connection and, um, you know, heaps of uh, onsen, you know, spas and stuff over there. Mm. So, man, it would be a great place for that recovery. Oh, just a good place all up, eh? Mm. So. They had all the set up there from the World Cup. So yeah, that's yeah. when we went there on that camp, it was sort of like, <laughs> how is there not a team here already? Because they had hissing training facilities, nice ground, cool spot. Bippy Brown Bears already. <laughs> <laughs> Got um the lead sponsor, what a lad, and then they can just be on the jersey, man, you'll be sorted. A <laughs> 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 oh, nice row. Um and I guess uh over here it's quite different. Um you probably would have never had to play with, you know, translators and um every time I hear you guys you talking to anyone who's been in Japan, you kinda always touch on um the difference it is like with a translator. Uh, but how do you kind of find that as someone who's probably got to talk a lot on the field as well? Yeah, I always find that frustrating. I remember doing it as a young guy over in Italy. I think I went over there when I was 19 um, and I struggled there and I, I felt like I still struggled in Japan. I f- feel like the communication side of things was a massive part of my game and I feel like it sort of got taken away from me because I couldn't now speak. <laughs> so, um, Or I needed you to speak or get messages across and god knows what you were actually saying <laughs> but um yeah i found it really frustrating to be honest yeah yeah no no especially because like once you're on the field I and mean, i might be on like running water but can't really if you're talking to your nine if you're 10 or something like can't really mm. uh you know yell from the touchline and you know, i translate mm. from there you know so it probably makes everything a bit hard um and then yeah like you said one of your strengths is your communication but um with that were you able to learn much Japanese in your two years over here? Um, not really. I knew a few words like waku waku suru. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few other good ones. Uh, oh, I can't really remember. My, uh, Ollie uses a few around the house. He always oh. says sumimasen and things like that. But um, we don't get too much further than those basic ones. Oh, yeah. Waku waku suru. What's that? Um, to be excited? Mm. Yeah, that's a yeah, bit of so I, I, always, I was always pretty excited before games and stuff, and the boys used to enjoy my excitement. So <laughs> I used to try and tell them my how excited I was regularly. Uh, and you used to love the stretch, the matawari as well. Oh, the matawaris. <laughs> oh, geez, I don't miss that. Those, <laughs> that exercise had a big part of my career ending as well, I reckon. <laughs> well, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like you got to hop twice and then just do like a deep squat and you got to do that five times in a row. And it's like before you've done any warm-up, that's like the warm-up. And um, everyone mm-hmm. just used to be, love watching Jimmy do it. His squat was like maybe a three-centimeter squat. <laughs> um, and it's just oh, it was so good to see. Everyone's still, whenever they hear what Matawadi a few times, um, they've all kind of said it in your accent and we just reminisce. <laughs> I don't miss those, jeez. No one deserves matawaris in a warm-up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then you had the Mukai sessions as well. Like you said, if you were late, our coach in your second year was um, Mukai-san Mooks, and he had a big thing on, like, you know, not being late and stuff. And um, there was one time when we had to change our location because of the World Cup, and um, I think you guys had gone once with 
uh, Will Mangos or something. So you was you supposedly knew where it was. So the next time when you try to go yourself and got lost, uh, that wasn't a good enough excuse apparently. And then because I was a translator, you know, I thought, well, I've got to do it as well. And then the backs coach Rambo, he thought he had to do it as well. So us fall <laughs> after your training, just had to run for about forty minutes. Eh? Huh? It was a, you know, it was brutal. Good. Yeah, yeah. Benny just kept uh, I, yeah, I, I asked. As well. I asked Ben if he knew where he was going. He was very, very confident. <laughs> Next minute, we're in the middle of the bush. No idea. Calling Doug. We had like 10 minutes from when we called you. Oh, we had our chance to get there, but he still still blew it. And then, yeah, Moikai got hold of it. And, well, that was a tough session. So many downs up, down yeah, ups oh, and yeah. tackles and, and oh, yeah. nightmare stuff. How good. I'm huh? lucky you had like me with all my power. You know, to be able to tackle that tackle bag, I think I saved. Mate, you were you you and Rambo were flying through that session. Me and Ben looked like we fleas after that, <laughs> just way out the back. Well, Thankfully, Ben was real. <laughs> even, real even you guys were pretty quick though, compared to like the first group which oh. I was in. <laughs> we were slow as oh, like two hours. Yeah, that was in like the middle of summer, eh? Like yeah. you and I, Johnson, Johnson. I think I, yeah, had to do it in yeah. middle of summer, and I think because it was the first one, it was like way harder as well. Yeah, how oh, good. What did you get yours for? What we were, were oh, I was late? late late to a meeting. True. My very first like, like yeah. meeting before a game. Oh, yeah, that I, was I just woke up. I just woke up. I got a phone call from Doug. He said the meeting's oh. in two minutes, and I, I was still asleep. And it was game day, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not a good, not a good start. I think um, for a week. you were like a bit depressed because that was probably the game that uh, we watched. Um, the Hurricanes in that final Super Rugby. How man Jimmy was at fullback, and I think uh, they just lost that game. Uh, so um, yeah, I think we were all a bit depressed. There were a few things that didn't go the Hurricanes' way. So um, yeah, that was my. I tried to explain that to Mux, but he didn't have it. You know, he was a you know, one team, and yeah, two hours later, you I think lost about ten kgs. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I was trying to hide in the shadow of the tackle bag. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so man. hot, man. Yeah, good times. Um, but nah, sorry, we just keep reminiscing about stuff that really Jimmy's not a part of. So um, we just got him uh, over there in NZ just waiting for us to finish our talk. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I guess what's your, uh, what was the biggest thing I guess you've enjoyed about Japan and was one thing you just really hated or like really struggled with? Um, I'll start, I sort of touched on what we really enjoyed where we just like the, low-key lifestyle and lots of time off so got to spend like the whole days with my family and new experiences getting to travel to places like South Korea and Okinawa and places that I never would have got to visit usually or even living in Japan like the whole experience of living in Japan was never something that I'd ever thought about doing but obviously rugby took me there and um, yeah we loved it and we're pretty keen to go back there at some point um what I didn't like, oh, there's a few things. I well, one of the things that Coke had, you had to shave, clean shave every yeah. day. That used to break me. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's just so unnecessary. They, just they changed that this year. We're allowed to grow. Did yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. This season we're allowed to grow. Oh, yeah. Well, you probably pissed someone off and that's why they've ended this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended the team. They said that we were allowed to, but they just said that so there was an excuse that like, oh, they're not clean shaven, so we've got to get rid of them now. <laughs> so they're just looking for a new excuse, I think. Got rid of us. Yeah, that used to break me. But there's heaps, there's so many little rules over there that are just way over police that used to grind my gears. And any sort of, you know, when you've got issues over there, it was just real hard to um, solve them mm-hmm. without you, Doug. So we'd either have to call you or us, 
um, we were pretty much stuck. So um, we missed those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I actually um, loved all that stuff because it was a chance to bond with the Marshall family, you know. Um, great family. You got to hang out with Ollie. Uh, I kind of... Um, it was one place we went to. We went to like to some clinic for like a checkup or something, and um, something. The ears. Oh yeah, the ears, and Ollie had to get his ears cleaned, and I think it was quite like evasive. So he just started crying, and he could see my face when he was crying. Couldn't see anyone else's, and I was like, "Man, he hates me now. Um, this is Doug's fault that he's getting sore ears, kind of thing." <laughs> so, oh, that kind of that's the, and I was there for uh, Toby's first injections, and again because uh, Bryony was holding him, the only person he could see was me, so probably just associates that pain with my face um, so yeah it's uh good yeah. memory <laughs> how good but um one thing that happened over here when you were here was the uh, rugby world cup and you took full advantage of a uh, coke's rule and if you had a uh, ticket you were able to skip training and um go to go to those games but use your contacts i think to um, pretty much go to every single game um in the calendar but how did you find that <laughs> that was unreal way. Eh? I knew, I sort of knew my, I didn't really know, but uh, I sort of guessed that my Japan times were, might be coming to an end. So um, to be there at the World Cup was awesome. And that rule from Coke was quite a strange rule, but um, definitely tried to make the most of it, being able to get out of, I even got out of a game because yeah. I was going to watch a game. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> definitely got to experience um, the majority of that World Cup and, Mate, Japan got behind that mm. so well. Eh? Mm. Like it was an awesome World Cup. It was done really well, and I mean the Japan team played well. Will Tupo played really well. It was just one of those World Cups where everything um, came and came to place. Yeah, for sure. I think that game that you missed, I missed it as well. We went to the that was for maybe like the quarter final or something. Um, or maybe it was the first game oh, of, right. uh, against South Africa, NZ versus South Africa or something. But anyway. Um, our team ended up winning that, so I was just like, oh, well, we don't even need a translator on game day. Everyone just, you know, worked mm-hmm. hard. So, um, yeah, that was a great uh, World Cup for me okay, as well. But, um, mate, oh, you, I think it was the one where you guys beat um, Kintetsu. Oh, that one. Where you put a huge hit on someone. Oh, they showed that highlight about oh, 10 times. <laughs> I remember that. One of the great collisions. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah, bro's just giving me a bit of dead air to uh, cut, you know, keeping me busy. Um, but nice. Um, but yeah, I guess finally, um, one thing that kind of happens over here, a lot of the decisions to keep people, to re-sign players and stuff is all kind of done quite high up. No, none of, a lot of the coaches don't really have a say sometime, but, um, do you want to talk to us about, uh, kind of how your time at Coke ended and what that was like? What was very, very suddenly, um, we were flying back to the Hurricanes. Um, every sort of word that I'd talk to my agent was that Coke were really happy with me. <laughs> um, I was starting every game and they sort, he was sort of saying that, um, yeah, it looks like you'll be back on next year. So um, that all sounded really positive. Um, we were flying out to Wellington oh, the next day and I got called into the Coke um, office or whatever it was and, got told that I won't be back next year and I had 24 hours to pack up my apartment and <laughs> get everything out of my house. And uh, it was all a bit weird. Um, obviously couldn't pack up our apartment in that short amount of time and we only had luggage for whatever, like four or five bags or whatever it was. So 
Uh, we ended up, ended up just um, flying back to Wellington and my agent had to pack up my <laughs> my house and get it all shipped over privately. It was just a real weird situation and having to say bye to all the boys and in a couple of hours was all a bit weird. I went into the changing rooms, had to pack up my locker and they gave they had a meeting and I had to say a few words. <laughs> it was just a bit like what has just happened in the last <laughs> 12 hours? But yeah, it was weird and it was all, all over a sudden, but um, apparently that just happens all the time over there. It's just um, players are treated a little bit differently, I'd say. There's not like, there's no players association or anything like that where, um, so they can sort of just treat players how, how they want and um, that's fair enough. But um, yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience. Yeah, because um, I think me tubes. That was after our last game of the season, and then straight from that game, me, Toops, one of the other boys, Kunter, I think, and our PR guy went up to Tokyo to do a few events. Um, mm. And then uh, I think we had two events in two cities or something on the second night. I uh, just got a message from you or something, being like, oh, Doug, um, yeah, I'm off, all kind of thing. And I just thought you meant, like, you know, back home because I knew you were off, and then you're like, nah, for good. And uh, obviously, I wasn't <laughs> there to translate, uh, so you had to pretty much go up there and just. No one could really understand what you were saying, and um, it was just yeah, a bit all a bit crazy, I think. But um, yeah, yeah. Asosan actually got up and tried to translate, but oh, yeah. God knows what came out. <laughs> yeah, it's for just like um, it was my Knock decision on. to leave, uh, and you know, that, <laughs> yeah. uh, we um, I got offered a huge contract, uh, more than all of you guys, but I hate you guys, so I said no. Um, and yeah, that's what I heard anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think um, it was all a bit sudden and uh yeah like you said they can kind of just do that uh with not much notice but there's also a rule over here like you can't negotiate with other teams unless you get permission from your current club or something as well so that makes it just a bit hard um you guys you know might just try and show a bit of faith to your team wait and then next minute you got nothing so um yeah Mm. that's hopefully something like that will change with this new like pro league but who knows it's ruthless, and you see it happening all the time. Look, there's good examples, Coke, at the moment. I mean, mm. there's about a similar situation, but for the whole team now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just got to trial a, a year early for the rest of the boys, <laughs> and um, now everyone's experiencing it. But yeah. um, you can see it's like um, your career, it makes you realise how like fragile your career is. Like, it can literally be taken away with one move like that, but... Um, Luckily, like the boys on the podcast, um, all very, very good players. So they've all been picked up pretty quickly and quite rightly so. Um, yeah, I think because uh, Senex as well, they had a huge like uh, cut in their kind of um, what they're going to do in their program. So I think there's so, especially backs, I think there's heaps of backs off contract in Japan, Japanese backs. So I feel the most sorry mm-hmm. for like all our Japanese boys who didn't have any agents or anything because they were employees. Um, yeah. And I think most of them have pretty much been offered positions at Coke because they're uh, employees for life, so they can work if they want, but they've kind of been given interesting like positions that I think if they get a gig somewhere else, they'll definitely take that. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it's an interesting position for everyone to be in, um, especially the boys who are here like in their first year. There was one guy who, it was his very first meeting, and then See, that meeting was the meeting to say that we're all cut, so... Um, that was a bit heartbreaking, you know. <laughs> oh, we were all just like, oh, we were just like, oh, stop, bro. Like, we'd yeah, seen him once. Two weeks, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
What a career. Oh, <laughs> Get him on my what a lad. <laughs> be a Go through his career with me. Two-minute interview. Um, they, <laughs> that's with the translation. But, um, I feel sorry for him, mate. Like, yeah. As soon as they said they did, they're going to discontinue the program, I just saw his face. He just went red and he just had this, mm. like, is this real? And I, I just felt real bad. I was like, man, they could have just told him earlier, eh, before he even sat down. Mm. Well, um Sudo, like one of the legends from um, Coke, he was pretty much sitting right next to him and he got up uh, and he kind of like broke down a bit, started crying, saying that I'm over 30 now. Uh, you can do whatever you want to me, but this guy, why couldn't you have told him like half a year before so he could have gone to another team and stuff? And um, then they pretty much, it was pretty much like talking to, um, you know, uh, like, I don't know, the prime minister or like government and stuff. And the answers they were giving were just real like, they sounded kind of fancy, but it didn't really have much substance, I felt. So <laughs> it's just like, what, do you, what does that mean? Kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that was all a bit interesting. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Um, I guess, especially for us, we're all technically professionals, I guess. So um, we can get cut whenever, pretty much as soon as our contracts are done. But, um, yeah, the Japanese boys, they've got a job, but I think most of them came to Coke to play rugby. So it's not really the ideal situ- uh, situation for them, eh? So, mm. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, sorry, we've kind of gone a bit of a downer for the last episode of the season, season one. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we might go on to a few questions that we got from Inst- We got so many for um, the Wallad uh, Guru. I'm not sure um, if we'll be able to go through them all, but uh, I think because you shared it on your one, they were just what millions of people listen to you on, I think. Eh? So <laughs> it's like the Joe Rogan of rugby. So um, <laughs> this sounds too familiar. This is what I say to my guests. I, I know there's only a couple. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, think of one quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, the case of my Japanese one, actually. Um, I was like, man, we got so many, and eight of them I've written down. So, um, uh, but no, I think um, you're, I think you, because you're, you know, got the gift of the gab, you know, everyone, um, and that's why this kind of job suits you, I think. But uh, I think, um, yeah, you got a lot of questions, so um, we'll just quickly go into those. Oh, the first one was, um, what's your best memory in Japan? But we've kind of already asked that. I've got to stop answering. I've got to check all the questions before I ask you questions because I've just used up <laughs> one of the questions. Um, oh, but uh, oh, what's your favorite food in Japan? Oh, favorite food. Great question. Um, oh, I used to love um, Azuma Yakiniku. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Mm. The barbecue. Great choice. Great choice. Great choice. I do miss that. That is I do miss those sort of meats over there and that way, that way of eating out was cool style. Mm, um, mostly just the all you can drink for like 15 bucks or something. So like, oh, oh, dangerous. Coyote agonies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I've had a few bad nights of those uh, with Jimmy. He always, um, like, he manipulates me so bad. Um, and I just wake up with like the worst hangovers with lost phones and lost wallets and stuff whenever I go out drinking with uh, the Jabba. So, um, yeah, I think my nightlife kind of improved, or I wouldn't say improved, but the next morning's improved um, after Jimmy went home, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, another question we got is, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh. Go-to karaoke song? Yeah. Um, it was uh, Memories by Maroon oh. 5 at the time. I was really, oh, geez, I'd hit that. What a, what a song. Um, at the moment, it's this um, Niall Horan song. Is it Niall Horan? Guy yeah. from um, One Direction. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it's a tune. 
I can give us the intro, bro. See if I can find Maybe it. Maybe you can just sing it for us. Yeah, I will. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, internet's cutting out. Oh, oh classic. Oh, damn it. Oh, oh, I'd love It's, it's oh. kind of weird. I can still hear you, actually. But, um. <laughs> yeah, there's zero interference in the internet. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, the world-led equipment's just taking up, sucking up too much of the internet, eh? Mm, sorry, no. I can't find it no, next um, time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what about you guys, by the way? <laughs> What's yours, too? Oh, my questions didn't come through. Oh, uh, no, what's your uh, favourite karaoke song? Your karaoke. Oh, you need to come closer really to the mic, you two. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah, you guys are oh, quite far away. There this we is go. all good. Yeah, we are. I'm not really yeah, a yeah. <laughs> really. I'll just like go in oh. and watch the entertainment. Yeah. Nani? <laughs> no, for real. Uh, cool. Uh, good, good question. <laughs> yeah. I um, I think I you t- showed me that our memories song, Jimmy, because we I was in your car quite a lot, like going off on errands and stuff, and we used to jam that a lot. I think. Um, mm. How good a song it was that a was! Tune. Yeah. Um, best night out in Japan. Oh, best night out. Oh, well, hopefully so I'm many. in that one. Oh, I hope I'm not. Yeah. Um, I big. One of my favourite ones with the Coke lads was um, Avo Stagdo. Oh. One of the great nights. Were you, were you there, Toops? No, I don't think I was there. Yeah, I think uh, we didn't have enough suits, so we just... Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, no I think you were away on yeah. uh, duties, like yeah. Japan oh, duties. Oh, yeah, you, you were usually away on international duties yeah. and stuff. So well, I can't. we didn't have too many nights out, eight hey, Toops? Um, nah. Which is a bit of a shame, but every time you did come out, man, you were good value. You were loose, loved it. <laughs> Um, but love love the fact that Yogi organises the stag do, tries to get me and um, Ever absolutely hammered, <laughs> making up all these rules for us, and then he ends up comering out at eight o'clock before the night's even started. One of my favourite memories seeing him on that taxi going home, <laughs> spewing out the taxi. Oh, oh well, man, we are good. just. I just remember thinking, thank God. <laughs> He's gone. Because, um, yeah, that was like your 30th or something as well, eh? So um, I think yeah, you Yeah, I just were... turned 30, yeah. So it was sort of a combined do. And I, I felt like I was getting overpunished because like a 30th isn't like that big of a deal compared to a stag do. But it was like treated evenly where I don't really – I think a stag do is a huge occasion, whereas a 30th is just another another day really. So, um <laughs> Yeah, it was good to see the end of Yogi that day. <laughs> oh, Yogi. Oh, we, had a, we had so many characters that year. Eh? Um, I think we had a few, like, drinks um, at these apartments and stuff, and, man, they were mm. a good venue. There were a few guys who uh, liked to clash a bit on the drinks, so um, I'd leave it there, but, yeah, how good. It was fun um, in town when a few guys got a bit rowdy, and I'm just trying to translate that. We were all, like, the volleyball team or something, you know. Um, <laughs> we got these tall foreign guys, and if you say volleyball or basketball, mostly... Most of the time, they're like, oh, yeah. sweet. Uh, we're all wearing, like, singlets and stuff as well. So uh, for any translators out there, that's a uh, good go-to. <laughs> but even after the games and stuff over there, because the games were, like, sometimes 11.30 and stuff. So In the when you're away, you, you could have, like, a hissing few drinks in uh, one of the rooms, play some cards and what was, some that, what was that and, game we played? In oh, the Pyramids, the pyramids game. Oh, I was, oh, I was right, that one sent that. me to... Yeah, me too. I remember playing it with Shedzy one time. Man, me and him just went 
Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we had all those nine percenters from the after the yeah the strongs, <laughs> hey, those strongs. Anyone in Japan would know the strongs, but if you don't, they have like a what? What I don't know what percent now, but they it's pretty much nine percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we had nine percent. Um, but they taste marginal like, content in them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think after two, they just taste like lolly water. The first one's gonna taste a bit um, like vodka-y, but after that, I think they just uh, well, by two, you're pretty much gone anyway. So it's like drinking a weak wine, but yeah, it's like strawberry flavored. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got all these uh, questions. We actually got. Here's one drinking, most of them drinking related, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but who's the bigger drinker, yourself or Tom? Uh, Tom Marshall, I'm guessing. Uh, as you are both did he, did he send that in? No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he sent one saying he is, but no. Um, nah, or to be fair, he is. He's he's next level somehow. I'm not sure how he got so good at it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he would definitely outdrink me. I had, I've had a few occasions where I've gone pretty good, but. Um, no, like especially since kids, oh, that pretty much destroys any drinking credibility anyone has because that next day is just painful these days if, like, if you go too hard. So, um, no, he, yeah, he does go pretty good on the piss. Got to uh, listen to that Paw Patrol or whatever um, uh, intro probably 10 times the next morning, eh? So that'll probably do you. <laughs> Can't remember what Ollie was into. The only one I know is Paw Patrol. Yeah, no, it goes round and round about, so find a new one every few weeks. Uh, what about this one? Sorry, we'll just do maybe one or two more and then uh-huh. um, get you on your way because I know it's a bit late over there. But Is that, This one's, uh, bad, who's uh, the better rugby player, you or your brother? Uh, I'll probably give that to him now too because, I mean, I can't even walk, so um, <laughs> he's pretty, he's definitely got me on that. Um, now he, he's a good player. He's had he had a good year for the Red Hurricanes too. Yeah, tried to watch most of those games. Him and um, I thought him and TJ were, especially TJ, were very influential on that side. And yeah. um, they went from a real shit team to, I thought one of the better teams. So I watched yeah. him play Panasonic, and I thought they um, probably should have beaten them that day. So they obviously weren't too far off um, the best teams in the comp. Yeah, because I think they almost beat Corby as well, eh? So, mm. um, yeah, they were just yeah. next level. But I think, um, like TJ was saying in your podcast, make sure you check that one out. He's on, He's been on two episodes, eh? But um, he was saying uh, a yeah. lot of their games are real close. So the ones that they won, um, if they'd lost a few of those, then it would have been a completely different season. So <clears throat> I think that's the difference between good and bad teams. I like in my first year at Coke, we had so many games that we could have won. Um, looking back at like scores and stuff, but. I think uh, in my two years in the top league, we didn't win a single actual top league game. We won one um, kind of playoff game, but um, in a few cup games, but no actual league games. And most of that just came down to me like the last 20 minutes or so. So, um, mm. yeah, even if the score looks close a lot of the times, that that's like a big difference between the teams and stuff. Eh? So, um, mm. but yeah, uh, one that I kind of touched on, but what was your best send off memory in Japan? Best send-off memory. Jeez. Didn't have too many. Um, you had a few, uh, <laughs> a few penalties. Hey? And a few, uh, I remember one where we were like close against Cannon or something in Kamaishi and um, you did something Oh, best like, send-off. Like, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean like red oh, card or yellow <laughs> card. I don't, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm with you. I thought you meant my leaving day. Oh. Oh, like, 
<laughs> they would just be putting salt in you guys. Yeah, it was a weird question. But uh, best, oh, Sinbin, like yellow yeah, yeah, card. Yeah. Oh, great question. Um, it's from a team member. I got two. One was for throwing the ball and one was for, I'm still not quite sure what it was, like checking, maybe checking someone. Or like I tackled someone then stood in the way. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like took that bullet so someone got a turnover. But um, I think the throwing the ball one was probably my favourite. Yeah. I mean... Someone was holding my leg as I was trying to throw a quick throw in and um, that was deemed legal. So I threw the ball at him and we ended up both getting um, yellow carded. So it was an interesting experience. I've, I threw the ball many times in my career mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I got over to Japan where I really started paying for it. <laughs> got a yellow card and I think I gave away like two penalties from it too and both got brought up in team meetings and... Um, I just couldn't resist it. Dane Coles had too big of an influence on me. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, most of the people we've interviewed, who's the biggest grab, it's been uh, Jimmy Marshall for sure. (laughs) Really? Um, (laughs) But I think um, there was one I remember where maybe we had the penalty or something, but then you might have, you didn't even throw it, you kind of like dunked it on his head, which was impressive because I I think it was like a lock or something and then they turned the penalty Mm. around and I think we lost and um, (laughs) that was a classic. Oh. No. It was a through the legs dunk too. It was oh, an yeah, impressive yeah, yeah. one. <laughs> How good! I'll try to find the clip. I'll get Massimo to send it to me. Um, that's all right. Uh, last question. Um, this is podcast related, but who is the next mm. big guest you want to interview? Um, I, I had a few messages about Brandon Smith last few weeks. Um, wow! I feel like he's he's a lad, um, so I feel like he's fit quite well with the Wood Lad um, brand. So. Um, I know Toops is good friends with him, so like any sort of hookups. JT as well. JT's oh, high on my list. Good. Love to get that laugh going <laughs> and a few, few good stories from his <laughs> point of view playing with Toops. Yeah, yep. Um, Bowden Barrett, now that he's finished over in Japan, it'd be cool to get him on. He always said he would, but mm-hmm. he's left me on blank ticks for the last <laughs> um, couple months. So now that he's finished Japan, maybe I might try him again. Um, <laughs> He's going to be in isolation for a couple of weeks, so it's always a good time. No one can say they're too busy when they're in isolation. So it's a good tip for any podcaster. Oh, nice. um, if you want to get someone on the episode, wait till they're in isolation and um, rope them in. <laughs> um, you might want to uh, say that there's a cool uh, up-and-coming podcast in Japan that he might want to jump, jump on as well. So um, he can do two in one day, you know. That would be cool. I would love to see him on Japan Rugby Weekly. Oh. What a show it is. What a what a podcast. Oh, thanks. I'm going to make that a button and I'm going to push that every day. <laughs> but no, uh, Testimonials. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. This hasn't been um, I pretty much like the main reason why I wanted to have you on as our final guest um, of this season was just because I want to have a big catch up. You know, um, you've been a big help for me with all this podcast stuff. Um, I'm pretty similar to you, kind of just, you know, learnt on the run. So there's a lot of things that I can probably do a lot better. Um, and you're a few steps ahead of me in that scene, I think. So uh, it's been a big inspiration for all of us. Um, you know, after, before every episode, we make sure we check up on your episodes to see what we can do better, you know. Um, and, oh. yeah, it was a honour to have one of our guests on. Um, can't wait till the, our other um, hosts are on your podcast. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, What Lad Podcast uh, comes out every week sometimes twice a week there's a few pranks on there um mm. a few yeah there's heaps of all blacks and you know, heaps of guys from the northern hemisphere that that's a market we haven't really tapped into yet but 
great podcast, great sponsors, great merch. You know, and he's got a coffee coming out as well, I think. Maybe just an NZ at the moment, but make sure you check that out. And, yeah, he's just a good senpai. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Mate, absolute honour coming on Japan Rugby Weekly. Like I said at the start, my favourite podcast to listen to. You guys are doing some real good things. Can't wait to um, see where you are this time next year. Three of the great podcasters all combined <laughs> in one room. It's like this thing's dreams are made of and, um, yeah, loving loving your work. Nice. But the other two were pretty quiet today, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't get too much. I think it, Doug, you sort of hogged the mic a wee bit tonight, but um, yeah, tonight. make the most oh, of these opportunities. Sorry. Eh? Yeah, no, um, Mike was off, bro, so I was working down <laughs> Yeah, that's why they're so quiet. I turn both their mics off as well when your younger brothers think they're playing Xbox, but it's not plugged in. <laughs> I thought they were just too far away from them, but they were just actually never on. Oh, <laughs> couldn't hear well. <laughs> Question, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're wondering why you're ignoring our Brody over here. They're not even real mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the Hanyu Yen store. <laughs> but no, I think um, these guys are, yeah, they're too nice. Like, they keep, um, I've, you know, been like, oh, do you have any questions? But like, no, Doug, uh, keep doing what you're doing. And um, I'm pretty the <laughs> one that no one wants to talk to. Everyone wants to talk to the actual players, not the uh, person who just repeats whatever everyone else is in different language, you know. So, um, mm. yeah, it's been a interesting ride with all these boys. Good laugh. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, one thing we forgot to do, though, is uh, we always do a Japanese word of the week. And I was going to do waku waku, but uh, we've already kind of covered that off. So uh, one that's kind of COVID-related. Do any of you know what vaccine is in Japan? I mean, Japanese. Vaccine. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of gross. I think Jimmy will know. Vaccine. So. It sounds like you're saying something kinky. <laughs> no, fuck scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. So, uh, it's, um, it is like katakana or like it is taken from the word vaccine, but Vs don't really exist oh, in Japan. So it's wakuching. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So make sure you use that or the World Dead listeners or the Japan Rugby Wiki. Um, I think we might get what wakuchins in about two years at this rate. Eh? They've been Probably. pretty slow over here, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, everything's <laughs> slow here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anna, any uh, final words, boys? Nice uh, good to have you on. Yeah, good to catch up, bro. Oh, likewise, bro. I miss our pokers. Yeah, no. um, haven't played poker since I left Japan. You that get was... the set, so we haven't played either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you took the card shuffler too. Why, <laughs> you the card shuffler. <laughs> that's the whole set. Oh. And then took all the money too. Oh. <laughs> Not that we were playing for money because obviously that's illegal in Japan. Eh? But, uh, yeah. No, yeah, it was Monopoly money. Yeah, 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 Monopoly money, sorry. Carrots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um, nice. Uh, how about you, Jimmy? Anything else you want to promote that I didn't promote or any last words? No, I just... Being on this podcast has given me the exposure that I needed, so um, just very grateful to be on here, to be honest. Nice. Um, I'm pretty jealous of your studio there. Man, it looks flash. Um, yeah, we obviously we aren't big enough to be able to have uh, video without audio yet like you are, but we will one day, and uh, we hope to have a studio like you do as well. You just have, you know, you just have to push record on your Zoom and it, and it works, what? and what? then you can save it. <laughs> You can do that? That's literally all you have to do. Just push record. Um, I, uh, I've i been doing that with my Japanese podcast, but then I've got to make a minute uh, 
thing and that's been the hardest thing because I've got to put subtitles on and oh um, at one stage I was doing two episodes a week for this and one episode for the Japanese one and I know your pain of having to do two a week is it was killer man mm. Mm. tough gig especially on top of work like if it was full time it would be a cool gig but yeah yeah because it'd be pretty cruisy and you could spend some time with it but um, when you're shuffling a few few other jobs it just makes it a bit niggly yeah for sure um, but no sorry uh, like always I'm waffling but um, good luck with the the stuff you're doing over there your podcast uh, with Tasman as well the, the oh, we still team. we still on oh we're we still, still on we are still on I forgot to push record um, but yeah uh, Tasman's the official team of uh, Japan Rugby Weekly so we'll be following them uh, come Super Rugby oh sorry my to 10 uh, 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 Bunnings Bunnings uh, this year have changed oh, sponsors damn it um, oh yeah cool Bunnings, Bunnings, uh, Bunning, uh, yeah, what's it called? Bunnings, Bunnings Cup. Cup, is it? Weird. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but sweet, uh, thanks cool, everyone man. for listening. Uh, that's it for the year. We might have a few bonus episodes or something, but that is us this season. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll bring you a better thing next year. Uh, Gambare. Thanks, boys. Shot, Jimmy. Yeah.